welcome to Imagine You. My name is Imogen Joyce and I am a mindset transformation coach, NLP practitioner and personal development junkie. I am full of passion to inspire you to break the bad habits and create your life of success. This podcast, Imagine You, is all about showing you how your internal thoughts create your external reality. From all things mindset, manifestation and self-development, I hope each episode inspires you to become the best version of yourself and live the life you thought only imaginable. I am here to inspire, to share and to get real. If we can all be in this together, then we will live a much happier world. I can't wait to hear what you think and to welcome you into the world of the Imogen Method. So in today's episode, I want to speak about the mind and body relationship. And this is a really big topic for me because it's something that I've been through for many, many years, and it's a journey that I've had, and I've had to deal with all different things around it. So I really wanted to speak about it today, speak about what I've learned about the mind and body relationship, and how I can now help you. I feel like all of us women go through this. We have our extra hormones, and we have our extra emotions that we go through, and it makes us always obsess over our body. So I want to speak about my history, about this, about my mind and body relationship, and I want to speak more about how I can help you, how I am where I'm at today, and any more advice that I can give you, because that is always what I'm here for. I always want to help you and inspire you to see you in a better light. I am all about the inner transformations, the way that you view yourself, because the way you view yourself, the relationship you have with yourself, is the way you then see the world. The way you view yourself internally predicts and is the perception of how you see the world. So I'm just all about this and yeah, okay, let's get into it. So the media and culture have been obsessing over body image for so many years. No wonder we literally cannot get away from that obsession. We go through school, going through some really challenging times. I remember that age of like 13 to 17, 18, 19, it just, you're like, who am I? What do I do? What do I like? What do I don't like? All I want to do is impress my friends, impress some boys, and I don't really know what I want to do. I feel everything's agitating, everything's irritating, I'm just like, ugh. That's just such a hard age. We have more emotions and we have more hormones. And then when it's introduced to us about this whole body image, it's tough. It's really tough for us to go through and we're becoming an adult and it's just so daunting all of that time so yeah we've all been there I know we have but I want to take it back and tell you a little bit about my story so that you can understand where I'm coming from and then why I have such a passion behind this why this is a message that I will continue to say and I will continue to empower because it's really close to my heart and it's something that I just want to help as many women and as many men as I can as possible. Anyone feeling this kind of way. So I'm a professional dancer and I went to dance college, at performance college, and I danced there for actually four years. I did a foundation course and then I did the three-year course. And it was either, I actually can't remember, it was either in my foundation course or my first year in college. I think it must have been the first year. Anyway, 
So in my first year in college, if you can just picture this for a second. So obviously we performed in dance studios. We had studios all around the college. It was literally what you see on High School Musical. It was amazing. We all walked around with no shoes on, in tights. It was just so much fun. So anyway, we were in our ballet class and I was wearing pink tights and a black leotard. And in your first year, yeah, your body is a little bit fluffy because you don't have that muscle tone yet because you haven't yet danced eight hours a day. And that's something you get at college because we literally dance eight hours every day. And we were stood there in this ballet outfit. And I'm saying that as well because could you imagine just what you look like in those tights and in that leotard if you don't feel that great about your body? So we all had to stand in a line and look at ourselves in a mirror and we had to stay, this is what our teacher said, I want you to look at yourself and see what you need to change and see how much weight you need to lose. And I was like, what the fuck is this place? Where am I? What is this? But you just get sucked in. We all had so much passion and drive and determination to make this job make this passion a career that we just did what anyone would tell us then we just thought that's normal that's just the way it is I even know colleges where they got um they had to go on the weights and get um what's it called scales they had to go on the scales and get weighed like anyway so she said that and I looked at myself and I thought everything you need to change everything there, there wouldn't be one thing that I would keep. There wouldn't. And at that point, I didn't know what mindset even was. I didn't know what my thoughts were. I thought my thoughts were just who I was. I thought I was defined by my thoughts. So by me having these thoughts, I was like, this is it. I've got to change everything. How am I going to do that? Um, we had to take pictures of ourselves, which is good to see the difference after. But the reason we had to take the picture wasn't a positive thing. Anyway, we had to go up to her. Well, we had the option to go up to her one by one and ask her what she thought. So I went up to her. I wanted to show my commitment. I wanted to show my passion. I wanted to show my drive and all of that. So I went up to her and said, "What? how much weight do you think I need to lose? I didn't even say, do you think I need to lose weight? It was how much, because I just knew. And I just knew being in this environment, it was something. So then she said, oh, you need to lose at least a stone. If you want any chance of getting a job, you need to lose at least a stone. Right, okay. To be honest, I didn't even know, like, measurements. Like, what a stone even meant. I just thought that was huge, huge. And my natural frame is very petite. I'm actually quite sure, although I don't look it, and my, like, my bones are petite. And I know that's one of those things where people are like, I'm big boned or I'm small. Like, I, I literally just, I'm quite a small frame. So... But maybe I was just a bit fluffy or a bit more like podgy on areas, whatever. So she said I needed to lose this stone. And I was like, right, how am I going to do that? The thing is, for me, I had never danced before going to dance college. I went to a street dancing class, which was great. I did a bit of ballroom, but it was very basic. And yeah, don't even know how I got into college. I really, really don't. And for me, I became obsessed over this because I always, always thought I am not the best person in this college by far, by far. My first time I did ballet was in my audition. And I don't know if anyone knows dancing and they were like, plie, I was like, what is that? Literally just copied the person in front of me. But I had to do a performance, which 
maybe went in my favour because I'm a serious like performing person anyway anyway just getting into all of that but she so we said that and I was like how am I going to do this my I have to lose weight because otherwise I'm never going to get a job I'm the worst one here or I'm not the best one here so I'm going to have to be skinny to get a job then I obviously tried to like do things and I didn't obsess over it that much as much as I thought but I then had to get my tonsils out. I was always getting tonsillitis constantly. Every time I came home from college, so obviously I moved out. Every time I came home, I'd get tonsillitis. It was just a constant thing. So anyway, got my tonsils out and I was really ill afterward. Therefore, I lost loads of weight. I literally could not eat. I couldn't even talk. I used to write things down on a piece of paper to say to my mum because I just couldn't even talk. And I lost loads of weight. When I went back to college, everyone was like, oh my god Imogen you've lost so much weight you look amazing you look amazing there we go endorphin hits for me literally endorphin hit endorphin hit wow you look good you're this skinny oh my god everyone's saying how good you look everyone's saying you look great because you're so skinny and that was just constantly imprinted into my mind that belief was just being ignited and ignited and reinforced over and over again and I said it to myself over and over again wow you're so skinny you look good now you've lost all this weight you look great and I did lose so much weight because obviously I was so ill so then that was my obsession that was where it started and I was just petrified petrified to put on weight because I thought this is it this is me now this is I'm, I'm there I've had literally a cheap way to get there I've had an operation I lost all this weight I didn't have to do anything for it I didn't have to go to the gym or exercise or eat healthy I've, I've had this like great escape I need to carry this on so I became obsessed with my body image I became obsessed with what I ate with how many times I went to the gym and we were all mad at college we started at eight we had to be in college at 8 a.m for our warm-up and then our first lesson started at nine and then we had a full day until six sometimes 8 p.m we all we had a gym in college which was amazing but we all went to the gym before college we would be there at 7 a.m in the gym before a whole day of dancing like it's just mental it's just mental and we always talk about this now and we look back at it and we're like we were nuts now I do one workout a day a good 45 minute workout even if it's a half an hour 25 minute and that is me done that's it so I don't even know how we did that but I just became obsessed I was so scared to eat and this is the point I want to get to is that I then programmed into my subconscious mind that if I eat I will put on weight and that is how that is ways of programming your mind and your subconscious mind and no matter what my outside looked like it was what my internal was saying okay so this is a little bit more about the mind and body relationship your mind and body are linked they are in path with each other they're completely linked so whatever your mind tells you about your body you will then see okay it shows you your perception for example I was tiny literally tiny but my mind told me I was fat, told me constantly, you are fat, look at this part of you, look at that part of you. So my perception of myself was that I was big. I used to constantly take photos of myself and if I look at those pictures now, it makes me feel, oh, there's nothing of me. But I would look at those pictures at that time and see fat and it's 
it's your perception. Your reality is fully, fully formed by the way you perceive it. What is your mind saying about everything? It's, you know, using body is actually quite a good example to make you put this example onto other areas of your life. How are you allowing yourself to see it? I saw me as big and fat and I also saw me as unworthy. This was a real, real point for me that my relationship with myself is just non-existent. It just didn't, it wasn't even there. I had such an inner conflict about myself and my subconscious thought, which is constantly, constantly, if you eat, you'll put on weight. So then I created that. I created that reality because at some point I got better and I would start eating a little bit more. I lived with housemates. I lived with friends. So it it was hard for me to not always eat. I, I mean, there's so many different t- tricks that I did. Like, I can't even believe it. But I it was hard and sometimes I would eat a lot. And then it would be that cycle where because I binged and I ate so much, I put on weight. Did I really put on weight? I don't know. But I saw myself that I put on weight. I don't actually know if I did, but I saw big girl. (laughs) That's what I saw. And I can laugh about it now, which is amazing. But if you feel this way, please, please, please carry on listening to this podcast. And please just reach out to me because I just want to help you because I just know how it feels. But Basically, I one of my friends, my closest friend in college, my best friend, she I got to a point where she told me, I don't know who you are anymore. You have lost your personality. We we don't know who you are. And I was always this hyper girl, like just hyper crazy, always laughing, always joking, always on like a sugar high of life, like not even eating sugar, just on a sugar high. That's how I would explain myself. And when she said that to me, something hit me deep. Something hit me that was like, right, I'm, I can't do this anymore, this is not, this is not who I want to be, this is not who I want to be, I know there is somewhere in me that is that positive girl, I've always been this positive girl, I just knew there was something in me and I had to get her back out, so I did have the vicious cycle of where, because I told myself for so long, if you eat, you'll put on weight, that when I then did eat, I constantly felt like I was putting on weight and I was always getting scared of that and I did then fluctuate. Oh my god, I fluctuated after that for about five years because I was still telling myself that. I was still, that was in my subconscious. So I then had to rewire my subconscious, rewire the thoughts I was telling myself about myself and it wasn't even about how much exercise I was doing or what I was eating. It was about how I viewed myself, how I felt about myself and not just my body, how I felt about me as a person, as a, what my personality was like, what are my great features? And I learned to love myself beyond what I looked like. Because I then loved myself, I started to take care of myself and that obviously came with working out healthily, eating healthily. It was tough, I came in and out, it did come back when I was working professionally on cruise ships quite a few times but it wasn't anywhere like it was in college because I still had that need of the self-love. I still had that want and desire to really love who I was and not have to revert back to this to feel good about myself. I didn't want to think, right, I haven't eaten much today so I feel good, you know? 
The real, real turning point in all of this was the inner work. It was when I meditated, when I became grounded, when I focused on my internal feeling, when I practiced gratitude. Gratitude was a huge practice that I did on ships and I still do today. And not just being grateful for my body. Yes, I was fully grateful for my body, fully grateful for everything that it did for me. But I was also grateful for my surroundings, the people I had around me, my family, the fact that I was working on a cruise ship, traveling the world, for everything. I began to see my life in all its glory and that created the inner light, which then in turn changed my perception of my life. As soon as I dealt with the inside and I healed that inside and I saw that inside as light, as pure, as who I was, then my external reality changed. My external reality shifted. It was not about what diet I did, what exercise I did, none of that. My mind and body are linked. Your mind and body are linked. I had to sort my mind out. I had to sort out the way I saw myself as a whole. And that then changed the way I viewed myself. All of that. So why am I telling you all this? And why am I speaking about this? And it's because I'm sure so many women have downfalls about their body. I, I know it. I know so many women do. Or even about their skin. Or the way they look or their nose, or their hair. We are in a society where looks are just a constant thing. You know, right now, to meet someone, and I know it's really hard because we're in lockdown, but to meet someone, it's all about the picture and how they look. You don't know anything about their personality. You don't know anything that they've done in life. You don't know a thing is purely on the way they look. And you are being judged on the way you look and whether someone feels like, yeah, that's good enough for me to go on a date with. Like, what is that? What is that? But it's our normal. It's become our normal that that is how we meet someone. And it's like, no, like that's so awful. It should be beyond that. It should be beyond who we are. I don't even know. Maybe I should make like a dating app and you have to do a video about all your personality traits. I don't even know. But I, it can't be about the picture. It really, really can't. And we need to stop this. We need to shift this perspective. And it is what I'm was what I'm on a mission to do. I want to be the one to empower you to stop seeing you as just a body. You are so much more than a body and body positivity is amazing at the moment. It's had so much growth. It really has. It used to be about models and being this perfect size zero and then fitness. There was a whole thing about fitness which is amazing. That was the new healthy that and that is so great and there's a lot more about curves and having this curvy, shapey woman. Amazing. All of these, whether you're a size zero or you're a size 22, you are still fucking beautiful. You are still amazing. But I want to take it further because although we are showing diverse bodies and we are showing all these differences, we're still obsessing over the body. We're so much more than that. That's all we're focusing on, all we're obsessing over is you meet someone or you, someone uploads a picture and it's about their body, it's about their way they look. Instead of this obsession with how our bodies look like, how about we obsess over the things that they do for us, over the things that our bodies do for us daily, day in and day out, and 
they move for us, they do everything for us, you want to make a cup of coffee, cool, yeah, your body knows how to do it, you want to make some mince pies, cool, yeah, your body just does it for you, you don't even need to think about it, internally, your heart is pumping that blood around your body, keeping you alive, have you ever felt thankful to your heart about that, are you ever like, God heart, I love you, how good are you, because I do, and that's what's changed my life, literally what's changed my life, say thank you to my lungs, your lungs are pumping all that oxygen around your body. Again, keeping you alive. You eat food, cool. You've got a digestive system that takes it all around your body, leaves you in the nutrients and gets rid of the bad stuff. How incredible is that? And your body as well is the vessel for who you are. It holds your soul. It holds your personality. It holds everything about you, no matter what you do in your day-to-day -day life, whether you go to work, whether you meet up with friends, I know we can't do that right now, but you know what I mean, whatever you do, your body is your being, it's more than, oh, fat or thin legs, or I've got a six-pack, or I've only got a two-pack, no, let's stop this obsession over just these, the way we look, and I'm getting so, I get so passionate about it because I know what it can do for us all. I know what it's done for me by me stop obsessing by just my aesthetics. It has completely changed my life, completely changed my view on reality. So I want to do the same for you too. Instead of obsessing over the way our body looks, obsess about, okay, how far can I run today? How do I feel when I go on a run today? When I work out, does my body feel good? Does it feel tired? Okay, what do I need? What will make me feel good today? Do I need to go do a few squat jumps or do I need a bath? You know, your body is giving you constant messages, constant about how you feel, how what you need, right? Listen, start listening out for that and start in your workouts start thinking about how good my body is how strong it is over then how much weight am I going to lose in this workout how many calories have I burnt let's look at my watch how many calories have I burnt it shouldn't be about that it should be about how your mind feels about your body how your mind feels about that workout how much you've enjoyed it like enjoy it do a squat jump and think oh that felt good oh god how much fun I get to bounce up in the air you know and then obsess over Right, what foods give me that good energy? What foods make me feel good today? What foods make me feel, or don't make me feel lethargic? What foods lift me up a little bit? Or what foods give me that juicy goodness but I still feel good about myself? Don't eat food because you want to look a certain way. Eat food because you want to feel a certain way. And that is my ending note. I hope you have understood what I mean by all of this mind and body relationship but I hope you listen to this and start seeing I want to shape the way I view myself I am more than just a body I am more than just an aesthetic I am more than just the way I look I'm so much more I'm a beating heart I am pumping lungs I am all this blood around my body I'm this person I'm a living soul I want you to start seeing yourself in that way and I hope you get inspired to do that don't exercise or eat healthy because you want to love your body. Do it because you love your body. And I'm going to say that again. I'm just going to say that again. Don't exercise or decide to eat healthy or eat well because you want to love your body. Do it because you love your body. I love my body and I love who I am. So I'm going to work out because it makes me feel good.
I love my body and I love who I am. So I'm going to eat this good meal because it makes me feel good. And it gives me that good energy and it gives me that good health because I want to live that bit longer. Because I love my body and I love my perception of life because that is my choice. So once again, I am going to end with a question. And that's why I always want to end with this as it's called Imagine You and I want to leave you in your imagination. So I'm going to leave you with this question. Imagine you loved your body and decided today that you would no longer obsess over the way you looked and you would just love every little thing about it. How would that then shape your day? Thank you so much for listening to Imagine You. If you love this episode, then please leave me a review on iTunes. I'd love to hear what you took away from it and how it inspired you. Subscribe to this channel to hear more. And if you're not already, then come follow me on Instagram at The Imaging Method to get even more mindset, manifestation and self-development inspo. Make sure you let me know your big takeaways and also what you want me to talk about next. Keep your eyes peeled for another Imagine You episode. But until then, I'm sending you love and light.